0: Me. You can only make me stronger I need you to hurry up now Cause I can't wait much longer I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much longer Man, I'm gonna wait long yeah now That's how long I've been on ya my name is Marley Sievers, and I have a passion for cheerleading. I've loved the sport from a very young age and have been involved in it for over a decade. After my high school career, I began working for the National Cheerleaders Association, where I instruct middle school and high school cheer teams all over the nation at summer camp. I also work as a silver level choreographer for NCA and just finished up my fifth summer with the company. When I was only 18 years old, I began as an assistant cheerleading coach for my old high school cheer team and was promoted to co head coach with the other assistant partway through the season. Now I've begun coaching for a different high school team. I started this podcast as an outlet to express my ideas on coaching as well as to share some of the trials and tribulations that occur in the sport. Welcome to another episode of The Life of a Cheerleading Coach. In today's episode, I will be talking about goals and goal setting and be sharing my thoughts on how you can create goals for your athletes. Before we begin, I would like to give a huge shout out to everybody who is listening right now. I wanted to share that I have not publicly announced my podcast on any of my social media platforms, but I think it's super awesome that I have listeners all over the world. So thank you to everybody that is listening right now. We have people from Tennessee, Illinois, France, Virginia, New York, Michigan, a couple friends in Colorado, Tokyo, and Canterbury. So yes, thank you so much for listening. I think it's amazing that you guys are interested in what I have to say as a coach, and I hope that this information is helpful to you. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and get started with the episode. We're gonna talk about how to create goals for your athletes. We're gonna start with individual goals. I'm actually taking a class right now online for school that is for academic success. In our class, we're talking about creating SMART goals. Now, SMART goals are the best kind of goals The S stands for specific. Be as clear and specific as possible with what you want to achieve. The more accurate and the more particular your goal is, the more you'll be able to understand the steps that are necessary to achieve it. An example would be you want to hit a zero deduction routine at your first competition. The M stands for measurable. You want your goal to be measurable because without being able to measure it, you don't have any evidence to prove that you're making progress towards your goal. If your goal is to have solid libs by football season, a way to measure that would be to check in at practice every day and make sure that all of your stunt groups are hitting those libs solidly and make sure their technique is great as well. You can check those boxes off every single day. Setting milestones along the way will give you the opportunity to reevaluate and course correct as needed. When you achieve your milestones, remember to reward yourself in small but meaningful ways. So if your individual goal is to get a back handspring or your athlete's individual goal is to get a back handspring and they are slowly getting there, they Did their handspring without a spot on the spring floor the other day. They have it with a spot on the hard floor, but they achieved that goal, that milestone, that step. Reward them with something. Give them a high five. Tell them they're awesome. Post them on your Instagram. Make them feel appreciated for the hard work and effort that they're putting towards their goal. The A in SMART stands for achievable. By setting goals that you can reasonably accomplish within a A certain time frame, you will be able to stay motivated and focused. Before you begin working towards your goal, decide whether it's something you can achieve now or whether there are additional steps you need to take to become better prepared in order to achieve it. So if your goal is to win first at state, is it achievable? Yes. Are there many steps that you would have to take in order to achieve it? Absolutely. And you need to make sure you're taking note of what those steps are. A more achievable goal would be we want to hit a zero deduction routine at state. It's more achievable than placing first at state. But again, accomplishing that goal, achieving that goal will take some preparation on our part with practice and making sure that we're running full outs months before our competition. Make sure that all of your athletes are staying healthy and whole and that nobody's getting injured. Nobody's getting sick. Everybody's grades are good so that you can have what you need and feel prepared come competition time. The R in SMART goal stands for relevant. When you set goals for yourself or when your athletes set goals for themselves, they should consider whether or not they are relevant. Each of your goals should align with your values and larger long-term goals. So if the goal doesn't contribute toward your long-term goals, you might rethink it. If your athlete's individual goal is to become TikTok famous, what does that have to do with cheerleading? Absolutely nothing. Make sure that their goals are relevant. They should ask themselves why the goal is important to them. They should also ask how achieving it will help them and how it can contribute toward long-term goals. Let's say our long-term goals are our team goals. How does becoming TikTok famous contribute to the larger picture of trying to get first at state. It doesn't. If your individual goal is instead to get that back handspring, does that help us win state? Absolutely. The T stands for time-based or time-bound. Having an end date for your goals can help provide motivation and help us prioritize. If the goal is to win state, you might give yourself well, until state, whenever that is for you. For us, it's in March. In Colorado, it's in December. So make sure that you're keeping track of when those goals are coming up. If you haven't achieved your goal in the time frame, take time to consider why. Your time frame might have been unrealistic, or you've run into unexpected roadblocks, or your goal might have been unachievable. Make your time frame more achievable or more realistic and definitely work towards that more realistic version instead. I'm not sure how many teams only do the one state competition, but you should definitely look into doing more than one competition throughout the season so that you can get judges feedback on your routine and your performance you should use the SMART goal framework because it sets boundaries and defines the steps that you'll need to take, the resources necessary in order to get there, and the milestones that show you the progress along the way. By setting SMART goals, you're more likely to achieve your goal efficiently and effectively. Another acronym for goal setting that isn't as common, but my head coach got these goal sheets for our team recently, And they say to set your goals the CHAMP way. So C-H-A-M-P, CHAMP. The C stands for challenge. What is the challenge that I am facing? What is your goal? So again, it's like that S specific. H in CHAMP stands for hurdles. What is stopping me from reaching my goal? That's a good one to consider. What are your obstacles? What could possibly go wrong when trying to achieve your goal? And this is something that my professor asks us all the time. What is something that will get in the way of achieving that goal? Achievement. What do I get for reaching my goal is the question here. If your goal is to hit a zero deduction routine, your athletes, what are they going to get out of that? Pride, feeling accomplished. Maybe you could throw them a celebration. M in CHAMP stands for mentors. Who can mentor me and help me reach my goal? Perhaps the answer is a coach, a captain, a senior. And the P in CHAMP stands for plan. What is my plan or the steps that I will take to reach my goal? This is very important to note because we talked about the steps that were needed to be taken in order to achieve that goal. I think it's very vital and important to write those steps down so that you and your athletes can check them off along the way. A few questions that are at the bottom of the CHAMP goal sheet are, how will I know that I have reached my goal? So what is, I guess, a tangible sign or a tangible way to know if you have reached your goal? The date that I will take the first step, when are you going to start working towards your goal? And the target date for finishing the goal. Again, that's that time-bound aspect of the SMART goal. So I think that this pulls from a lot of the ideas from that SMART goal setting. It's just a little bit different. I think that Planning out those steps is going to be extremely important when working towards your goals. One great quote from Dave Ramsey is a goal without a plan is just a dream. By setting individual goals for your athletes, you can't just jot their goals down and then make sure that they're taking care of them. It's important to reevaluate them monthly. Let's say you have 20 girls on your team, that's a lot of goals to keep track of. If you let it go by the wayside, then We don't know what we're working towards. Okay, it's important to reevaluate them, I would say monthly, if not every two weeks. Sometimes their individual goals can get surpassed, or let's say the two athletes have the same individual goal, and athlete A accomplished her goal, and athlete B has not yet accomplished their goal. You should reevaluate with athlete A and set a new goal, a higher goal, something that they can keep working towards. Never should they just achieve their first goal and then just consider themselves done for the season. So it's important to reevaluate monthly. If you can't hold individual meetings with your athletes, make them accountable for it. If you're using TeamSnap as a tracking app, there's a tracker portion in there where you can make sure they're keeping track of their goals. There's also other great resources that I can share on my Patreon with you guys and link to... My Patreon will be in the show notes. If your athlete doesn't have any idea what they want to work towards, a couple examples of individual goals are jump technique, an increase in tumbling skills, becoming stronger for their stunts, so conditioning and weight training, or correcting their motion technique, that's a good one too. Or just to be an all-around great role model for their teammates and for the kids in their school. Let's say that your goal for your team is to overall have better jumps and jump technique. Once a week, we do our jump drills after warm up and stretch, but I actually made it so our girls are held accountable for doing them at home. I talked to my head coach about putting together an incentive for them. We came up with a plan to have them do their jump drills at home by themselves every day, all the way through winter break. So far, we've been doing it for almost a month and the girls who are participating in it, their jumps are improving like tenfold. So I encourage you to pull some ideas from this and run with it. Give them a challenge. Give them homework because there's only so many hours in a practice that you can get what you want done. Unfortunately, make them accountable for showing up to practice prepared. If you want to set team goals have a meeting with your team, and you might create more than one goal. I know in the past, a lot of our goals with my prior team were to have a lot of team bonding. Again, make them accountable. Put someone in charge of that. Delegate. It's not all on you as the coach to be responsible for putting together every little thing. In fact, your parents would love to help with that. I think it's also very important to reassess your team goals Before competition season rolls around. If your first competition is in two weeks, that's prime time to be checking up on your goals. Okay, are we hitting that zero deduction routine? No. What can we do to hit it in the next two weeks? How can we work hard and accomplish that goal? Is our jump timing perfect? Not yet. Okay, go home and practice those jumps and come back and work even harder. Give them some homework. I also think it's important to talk to your athletes about having a purpose. This summer with NCA, purpose was one of our words when it came to team time. By having a purpose, they have something to work towards. And I was reminded of this actually this evening after our football game when I was driving home and listening to a podcast from the minimalists, Joshua and Ryan. They were talking to an author named Ben Greenfield. They were talking about how having a purpose makes it so you get out of bed every morning. If your purpose in life is to be someone for other people to go to, a shoulder to cry on, a support system for people, then that is something that you can translate into practice every day or your athletes can translate into practice every day. Make sure that they have a purpose when it comes to their team and their team mindset and cheerleading as well. When they have a purpose at practice, they can continue to strive for that every single day. They will get onto that mat with confidence and be ready to work. If they don't have a purpose, then why are they there? Why are they at practice? You want to make sure that your athletes are there for all the right reasons and not all the wrong ones. It might be in your best interest as a coach to pull them in every single morning or every single day. Every single day that you get together at the beginning of practice, when they're warming up and stretching and asking, what is our purpose of today's practice? They can sit there and tell you, all right, today's practice, we are hitting our halftime routine. Solid. Great. Now we all know what we're doing. Get to work. In today's episode, we talked about goals and goal setting. If any of this information resonated with you, please share this podcast with friends and family. Be sure to join me next week. And I will be talking about how being on a team is training your athletes for the real world. As mentioned earlier in this podcast, I do have some resources available to you guys. The link to my Patreon is in the show notes. You do not have to become a member, but if you become a member, you will have awesome resources like those goal sheets every month. And you'll also be able to ask me Questions in my members only, ask me anything, monthly audio. By becoming a member, you will make it so this podcast stays ad-free and sponsor-free. But if you can't right now, that's totally okay. I appreciate your listening anyway. But for everybody that is already listening, go ahead and follow my social media accounts. They are also linked in the show notes. If you give me a follow, you will be the first to get notified because I post on my stories every Sunday when the podcast is up or you can sign up for my newsletter. The link is in the show notes as well. Sign up for that and you will get an email every week notifying you of when I post a new podcast. I appreciate you and I appreciate your support of the life of a cheerleading coach. Thank you for listening and go be great.